everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. everyone to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 119. We are now in May and it is May the 7th of 1994. This is Book in the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. We're back and as unprofessional as we can be sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper on this lovely morning. First off, I'll ask this. Hopper, how are you? Did you ever get your website error fixed? Uh, no. We were discussing last week. Oh, it's still broken, huh? Yeah. Maybe it's broken because it's only been like 10 minutes since we last discussed it. Shut up, kayfabe. <laughs> Hi, uh, Doc, how are you, man? Blessed. Blessed? Being a I'm blessing? I'm not sure that I really want to be a blessing this morning, so no. we'll have to wait and see how this episode plays out, but just know that every day that I walk this earth, I'm blessed. All right. Uh, are you ready to get into the show? Well, yeah, and I have a question about the show, so I'll lead us into that because that's I'm good at, I'm good at what I do. Um, Am I wrong in saying that this is our fourth week in Clinton? Damn. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. That's never a good sign. It's usually not. Ready to get into it? I don't know. Maybe we should just quit. Let's don't do this one. Let's do it. We are talking, again, it's episode 119, only 81 more of these to go, uh, May 7th mm. of 1994. And, uh, yes, we are still in Clinton, Tennessee. At Anderson County High School. Bob Cottle, Les Thatcher, open the show. Nothing much from the opening. Chris Hamrick's name was drawn to face Bruiser Bedlam for the Beat the Champ TV title. Uh, if you remember, he, I guess, retained last week. And then they throw us to the first match on the show. It is a dark secret versus the Dirty White Boy. Les and Bob are putting over Dirty White Boy's eye injury from the mist from two weeks ago now. Uh, Dirty White Boy still wearing that gauze over his left eye. And I have to say, like I said last week, that cannot, even though this is a short match, this cannot be easy for him working with his compl- eye completely covered. He does win quickly, though. Pins a dark secret. Uh, Harper, do you have any thoughts from this match, if anything? Nah. Uh-uh. Uh, Doc, anything from you? Uh, did you notice that Tommy Noe said that Dark Secret is from anyone's guess? I didn't, but that's yeah, that's good on his part. <laughs> that was that was so funny. Um, hey, Dirty White Boy moved around pretty good with that patch, patch though. Good for him. Quick match, but still a pain in the ass to to work that match like that. All right, and probably well, Jimmy, the- I gotta Jimmy, I gotta get out there and work with this some bitch so that I can figure out what I gotta do here. Pretty much. Uh, let's keep it moving because after the match and White Boy wins, uh, White Boy cuts a promo. Here it is. Now let's go to Bob and the Dirty White Boy. All right, fans, the Dirty White Boy and I see and I know that every day 
you're still carrying with you the reminder of what Daryl Van Horn and Kendo the Samurai did to you. Well, Daryl Van Horn, take a good look. You thought the white boy would tuck tail and leave town and leave this behind. Not a chance of that ever happening, big boy. Because as you can see, just what I did to the dark secret, he ain't a secret anymore. I beat his stinking brains out. And as far as that Jap you got running around with you, Damn. I plan on taking him back, taking him out. But my main concern, help me with the date here, is it May, May the 20th. 20th. May the 20th at the Knoxville Civic Coliseum, Volunteer Slam. Jake the Snake Roberts, you want a shot at the title? You want a shot at the man sitting on top of the hill looking down at all the rest? Well, Jake, you are the nastiest, meanest, raunchiest person I have ever laid eyes on. The man carries snakes around with him. I don't like them. In East Tennessee, a snake comes up. We take a 12-gauge shotgun and blow its brains out. So, Jake the Snake... Volunteer slam. That's exactly what I'm going to do to you, tough guy. I'm going to treat you like a snake. And the way you take care of a snake, you chop its head off. I'll see you May the 20th. All right, fans, we'll be back. We got more action coming your way right after this. I love the white boy. I think he's so good. Doc, thoughts? Doc, thoughts? Hey. Hey, did you hear him pop that crowd talking about shooting snakes? Yeah. Those people like that shit. Because that's, that, that's probably exactly what they do. The highlight of their goddamn life. Mm. I'm going to treat you like a snake, and the best way is to cut the snake's head off. Mm. So simple. So simple. It's not hard, dude. It's not it's like we're building a fucking missile here. He uh yeah. he said he the the great line too he said you're the meanest and raunchiest person I've ever laid eyes on well you ain't far off from that assessment boy no kidding I was a shoot pal yeah <laughs> um Hopper what you got from anything I no I like what Doc said when he popped about blowing the, the fucking uh <laughs> the snake's head off I'm like yeah that sounds about right yeah they were like just another day in paradise <clears throat> mm-hmm. We call that Tuesday in in the down in the holler. <laughs> we call that we call that Tuesday, guys. Here, all right. Uh, so let's keep it moving. We we are thrown to Chip Kessler, who gives an update mm. about the Rock and Roll Express and Smoky Mountain Wrestling tag titles. So, can I give a spoiler yeah. alert for Harper? Huh? What'd you think of Chip Kessler standing there? I, I it was something different. Well, that's it's something different. Is going to be your final. He'll be your final play-by-play guy for Smoky Mountain in 95. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What the fuck? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he replaces Bob? Mm, there's people between that. Bob's almost <laughs> done here, guys. Yeah, yeah. That's the other part. Harper doesn't know that. He Bob Cottle's getting – it's getting real close, actually. Yep. Because this is damn. May now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Well – you say goddamn, but it's it's actually okay. Yeah. Um. What's coming at least? So you you you'll you'll be fine with what uh, the direction they go in uh, after college. I miss Dutch, man. The heel and face deal. It's well, very different. 
Dutch ain't coming back, so get that shit out your head. I thought you were going to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 Dutch, I just said it. That's the whole story. All right, let's get this update. Let's keep going. Let's get this update from Chip Kessler right here. Hi, wrestling fans. Chip Kessler here at Freedom Hall in Johnson City, where, believe it or not, just moments ago, the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team title belts changed hands. Ricky and Robert, the Rock and Roll Express, losing tonight to the suicide blonde Chris Candido and his partner, primetime Brian Lee. Now, in fact, it all started earlier tonight in a special fans' choice match. The fans here at Freedom Hall actually got to vote to see the wrestlers they wanted to battle it out in the center of the ring. That happened to be Ricky Morton and Chris Candido. And right now, let's go to some of that action. Just able at the last split second to get out of the way. All right, so I pause it there, Doc. You got thoughts on what Kessler said just now? I'll be honest. At first, I was like, "Wait, what?" But I get it. Okay. We like, we had a title change at a house show, though. Yeah, no, huh? it's not a bad thing. I mean, no, it's not. You know, shows that anything can happen at any time. There you go. Um. Okay, so Kessler throws us to a match in progress with Morton versus Candido in a singles match that Morton wins. But after the match, Tammy blinds Morton with some spray to the eyes, and then Candido pile drives Morton. Um, I think I got another clip. I got to get queued up here. So let me let me play let me play what happens after Morton is uh sprayed, and then Candido pile drives Morton. Here it is. Oh, Candido's going to pay something there. Well, fans, Ricky Morton was illegally pile-drived in the ring by the suicide blonde Chris Candido. That cost Candido $1,000. But nevertheless, the Rock and Roll Express still was scheduled to wrestle Brian Lee and Chris Candido for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Championship. Well, Ricky Morton really wasn't able to do that. But here came manager Tammy Fitch insisting that since there was a signed contract, that if the Rock and Roll Express did not defend those tag team titles tonight here in Johnson City, they would have to forfeit those belts. Well, Robert Gibson, lo and behold, took things into his own hands. Okay, so does everybody follow what's going on? Doc, do you? Harper, do you? Yeah, please don't play that audio, though. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What, what audio? After the match? Sonny. Oh yeah, because you can't hear it. You can't even. Nope. It's 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 inaudible. Or it's you can't under you can't make anything out. Yeah, I got you. I'm. I wasn't gonna play that. I, I thought you were talking about what happens after the match when not. No, kinda, let's that's kinda the good stuff. It. Okay, so uh, they throw us to the match, and uh, just real quick, basically, um, remember, uh, Gibson starts the match by himself because Morton. Morton's injured, but Morton, he does eventually make his way to the ring. Morton is selling the neck from the pile driver he took. Morton has this injured neck. He, he, he is eventually dropped across the top rope. Gibson cannot make the save while Morton's in the ring. Primetime Brian Lee pins Morton, and the belts switch hands, and now we have new champions, Primetime Brian Lee and Chris Candido. Um, I assume you all have nothing from the match because it was real quick. Um, Doc, do you have anything? I just thought that people were into it, man. People yeah. were standing. That was pretty we're cool. In, we're in Johnson City, so I would I concur. You are absolutely correct, mm-hmm. Harper. Anything from you? I mean, they were into it, like what Doc said. Johnson Deadpool. City, man, they're on fire, Brand. Pro Gibson's by himself. That's <laughs> never good. Nope. 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 
so again, the belts change hands. We have new tag team champs. Let's listen to what Chip Kessler has to say after the match. Oh, brother. Well, wrestling fans, there you have it. New Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Make sure and watch Smoky Mountain Wrestling on TV next week. We'll have more footage on tonight's unbelievable and amazingly shocking events here at Freedom Hall in Johnson City, and as well, interviews with all the competitors. All right, so just, uh, again, Kessler puts a button on it, and we have new champs, and that's that. Um, I'll keep it moving. We then go to a replay of the Thrill Seekers video, Mm. With uh, which was "Sleep When I'm Dead" by was it Bon Jovi, Doc? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, that same go. old. Yeah. That, it that, was a, that it was, same old the, video. Yeah, it was a replay. It was one we. You can't seen pin anymore. that nonsense on me though. That shit's awful. Bon Jovi's terrible, dude. Come on. Are they really? Do you hate them? Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Really? Yeah. Hopper, your terrible. thoughts on Bon Jovi? I mean, I mean, I mean, whatever. It's that fucking drunk, fucking white girl karaoke <laughs> shit. You know, I was a, I was a, likes, I was a Guns you know N' Roses who, type guy. There you go. That's getting better now. Yeah, you, you know who likes Bon Jovi is fat bitches that work. Oh the, God, there's there's two kinds of fat bitches that like Bon Jovi. One of them is your secretary, and the other one is is the front <laughs> office girl at the at the medical place, whatever that is. That's wearing the Wearing the smock or whatever they call it, the scrubs, but they don't actually. All they do is type on a keyboard. Yeah, that that fat bitch loves her some Bon Jovi. She would run away for with Bon Jovi. That's what. That's so with. true. However, remember that meme from like last year? It's a it's a meme of the of the broad that Doc is describing with the scrubs on. And yeah, that's the that's the one. That, <laughs> I forgot the meme, but it's like it says if you suck the one that I don't. I don't no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. That's the one that's. I don't need a man. The, I yeah. don't need a man starter kit. My three-year-old is my king type shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I could find that meme. I was looking for it a couple weeks ago because it was so damn good. I sent it to Hopper and Hopper just popped on it. I saw yeah. one that said had a bunch of girls in scrubs that said, if you suck enough dick by the time you're 23, you're automatically made a certified nurse assistant. Coke, Wow. Okay. Uh, time to keep the show moving. We get a replay of the shenanigans also from last week where Smothers and Bob Armstrong got the claw put on them by Bruiser Bedlam, and it took the thrill seekers to make the save. And then remember, that's the one where Tracy cuts a promo after where he's got a pile of cocaine spread across his face. Um, so I assume we've got we've got nothing from there. And now I'm going to go to a um, – this is actually a promo that's cut after – Tracy cuts his promo where he's got the cocaine all over his face. I, I know it's baby powder. I'm just playing. Uh, let's go to that. It's Bob Armstrong and Tracy Smothers in the back uh, as they build towards Volunteer Slam. Richard Bedlam is a strong, strong man. I'll tell you this, Les. Every time I look at that man, I see a big, juicy steak, and I just want to eat him up and spit him out. But I can't do that because the cornet's barring me from wrestling anymore. But I ain't going to give up my commissionership because if I do, Smoky Mountain Wrestling will go to hell in a handbag like it almost did before. Bob, you keep that commissioner's job, and you keep doing what you got to do, man. Every time, you've been like a second father to me, like my stepfather. Anytime in my career, whenever I need help with anything, not just in the wrestling, in my life itself, you was always there to help me, man. And I always remember that. Y'all are like my second family, a family that I never had. 
Bruiser Bedlam, you're a man and nothing more. Nothing more. Bob, you keep doing what you got to do. Like I said, I want him. I'm going to, Bruiser Bedlam, I'm looking right at you. This is me and you. Straight up, man. I'm going to do this for myself and for the bullet. And so help me, the South is going to rise again. Well, fans trace his mother's plans to pick up the Bullets Crusade, but Bob will be at ringside on May 20th in Knoxville when an old friend of his, Randy Savage, meets the bruiser. And Cornette is no stranger to Savage either. Watch this. All right, I let it play a little longer than I wanted, but Doc, any thoughts on Bob Armstrong or Tracy's mother's first? Can somebody get Tracy a wet towel? <laughs> Yeah, he went back there. He didn't even try to wipe it off, did he? Yeah. I guess he Man, got it for, for uh, visuals. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It'd be funny yeah. if he's still wearing it like a day later. <laughs> yeah. Hall Go get him, Tracy. I know, man. That powder was rough. <laughs> uh, what you got from it, Hopper? He's 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 got to fight for Bob. That's like his dad. Fuck it, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so since hey, we I got a question. Else. If the South is so great, how come he didn't have a family? And how come so many people in the South are looking for surrogate fathers and family members? Okay. Uh, since um, it was pretty much meat and potatoes, I'm not going to answer yeah. that. We go to um, Doc trying to play heel and doing a pitiful job of it. We go to the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Freak out. Yeah. Freak out. Freak out, man. Come on now. Here it is. Tennessee, May the 20th, get ready, Coliseum's gonna be on fire, wall to wall, macho madness, yeah, bruiser bedlam, you gotta understand that these are glory days for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, oh, yeah. shit. and it's my biggest thrill of my entire career to walk down that aisle of the Knoxville Coliseum and to look to you eye to eye, cause I'll tell you why, yeah, let me tell you why, Bullet Bob Armstrong is a friend of mine, a blast from the past, yeah, just cause we haven't seen each other or heard from each other doesn't mean we're not tight, yeah, and he's got a problem there, and I'm gonna solve it all in one night. Knoxville, yeah, Smoky Mountain, get ready. It's gonna be a magic carpet ride, and it's gonna be Macho Madness from Waterwall and everywhere in between. And Bruiser Bedlam, you gotta understand, you gotta come up with some excuse, you gotta tell Jim Cornette why you couldn't get it done, why the Macho Man was so much better than you, because I'm not just gonna beat you, brother, I'm gonna teach you lesson, yeah, right there in Knoxville, Tennessee, May the 20th, mark down the date, because it's your last date of wrestling anyway, ah. Well, he ain't lying. These are the glory days for Smoky Mountain was his one of his exact phrases there. Uh, Hopper, what did you have from this? He's fucking ready to roll. Yeah, he is. At least he sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Bro, this is a... It, we didn't talk about this. This is a former WWF world champion. Yeah. Coming in to Smoky Mountain. He's a WrestleMania fucking main eventer, man. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Who in the world has a bigger wrestling name than him at this point? Hogan and Rick? That's about mean, it. Yeah, we talked about that. You mean that's coming mm -hmm. to Smoky Mountain? Yeah. yeah. Like, in general, though. Because the Roddy's only person... Roddy, Roddy is up there, but, but, but Macho Man has endorsement deals and crossover appeal and shit like that. Right. The only person who was close to him... Probably so far from a single standpoint, because the rock and roll were stars. I mean, I'm not trying to take anything from him. From a single standpoint, and Stan Lane's a star too, obviously. Bobby Eaton as well. But the only person from a single standpoint, maybe Arn, and he was only there for. You know, Macho Man's on another planet than Arn, and I love yes. Arn. 
I mean, we're talking star. Right. Undertaker, uh, Macho, Roddy, Rick. Shawn Michaels ain't there yet. Bret Hart ain't there yet. We are talking rarefied air. I mean, yeah, I agree. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, from a single standpoint, that he's the biggest they've had so far. I think he's the biggest that it's it's uh, going to get. Because I think he's bigger than than uh, Shawn Michaels is at this time. Yeah, yeah. If you if you if you're if you're in this time frame, I agree. Because Shawn Michaels wasn't the Shawn Michaels, right? That that he became, and I'm not a Shawn Michaels fan at all. Just, mm. but, yeah, he's right. not a. He's a hell of a wrestler, pal. Yeah, he lost his smile too. He's a fucking prick. Oh. He's a quitter. That's nice. I lost my smile. And it has nothing to do with the Montreal screw job, by the way. It's just, you know, he's like Triple H. He's only out for himself. Um, all right. Oh, interesting. Yeah, wow. very interesting. Huh? Okay, uh, I didn't say he wasn't a good wrestler. I'm not I'm not trying to take that away from him. He's a damn good wrestler. Jesus. One of the best. Man, ever. did you? Okay, let me reel you back in, Jackass. You don't know. You try to play heel, and it just doesn't work for, for you at all. You were probably a shitty heel in wrestling. Macho just came out and said that was the biggest thrill of his career was to be in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, dude. Hey, yeah, he also said these are glory days for Smoky Mountain. He's put That's he's right, really man. he's really putting a promotion over, man, while, while while he's coming in to do this thing. So here's the thing. He's arguably the third most popular wrestler on the planet, yet he's not mailing this shit in. Mm-hmm. How about that? That says a Amen. lot for him. That's it true, does. Huh? It does. It says a whole lot. All right, let's let's keep going. We got another volunteer slam plug uh, coming at us uh, that they talk about. A couple of the headline matches: D- Dirty White Boy versus Jake the Snake, Macho Man versus Bruiser Bedlam, Rock and Roll Express versus Candido, and Primetime Brian Lee. And then, lastly, I think I saw the Thrill Seekers versus Well Done at Volunteer Slam Three. Uh, we keep it moving. We got Chris Hamrick versus Bruiser Bedlam. Bedlam makes quick work of Hamrick. He finishes him off. After a quick beatdown, and then puts the stomach claw on him for the one uh, to to finish that thing off. Doc, any thoughts from Hamrick and Bedlam there? Yeah, Corny's wearing Bedlam's hat outside the ring, and it looks like that one of those stupid hats that you wear when it gets cold outside. Yeah, the fucking old man hats. You can go fuck yourself, is what both oh. of you can do. All right, I get a lot of compliments yeah. about that hat. From who? Yeah. People who call Everybody. cars rice burners and automotive <laughs> repair waiting centers. Nah. I don't know about your I don't know about your Jap car rice burner, but boy that app looks sharp, Sonny. Yeah. Uh all right. So any who, other no, seriously, who who compliments that hat? Everybody. Everybody. Well Harper and I don't. We yeah. think it's well, dumb. Everybody is dumb the ninety nine percent ninety nine percent. Uh, is what I'm talking about. You and Harper are just playing heel, but everybody likes that hat. I I can personally, personally guarantee each one of the army out there that Harper and I are not playing heel right now. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of compliments about that hat. Okay. The earth I'll is flat. That. We can also we the earth is flat. We can all say kind of shit. <laughs> just say shit here. It doesn't make it true. <laughs> Fluoride is a Nazi conspiracy. Yeah, right? really. I know, huh? What the fuck. Uh, so I guess that means no other thoughts on Chris Hammock and Brubers or Bedlam. We then no. go to a a very long training session Stop. video. 
with Cornette and Bruiser Bedlam. So here, let me let me summarize this for you. Cornette talks a bunch of shit, and then they show Bedlam bench pressing five hundred pounds, and then they show him was, punching. Wait, how much was that for real? How many plates? Uh, yeah, that's it what I'm was, about to do the math. I on saw it. eight, eight, eight to ten. I Let's think. see. That's one, two, three. Hold on, hold on. Give me so a ten, ten plates would be four hundred ninety-five pounds, right? I'm trying to see how many plates are on. Yeah, ten plates would be would be no, 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 no. Ten plates would be four fifty. They're forty-five pounds plus, a piece. Plus the bar. Plus yeah, the which bar. Is, which is four. Which is forty-five. Four hundred ninety-five pounds. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Four ninety-five. Math. Um. Okay. So, I was just making he, sure we weren't. And he does we, do it. Yeah, shoot weights. I mean, I'm going to assume those plates aren't gimmicked. They look yeah. legit. That um, bar looked like it was bending a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Those aren't foam fucking plates. And they they were making noise, so I'm going to assume they're real. Um so real quick, again, Cornette talks a bunch of shit. They show Bedlam bench pressing the 500 pounds. They show him punching nails through a wooden board. Uh-huh. Um, then they show him smashing empty beer bottles on his head. It's a um, it's a lot of shit that that yeah. goes on. Um, Doc, what were your thoughts on this? Too long. I got bored. He was and filling time, on- bro. I, fourth episode. That's that you got to put it all under that man. We're we are out of the arena a lot in this match, which is okay. Um, I don't mind it because you're piecing together an episode, but you're seeing things you don't normally see. I have a question, man. It is fucking May here in the Smoky Mountains, but if you look on the side of the road when they're punching those nails, those trees haven't grown back out, man. What is wrong with this part of the country that is just dead and barren and gross? What if they recorded this a long time before that? A long time? How much longer? He has only been there a month. The trees are out in April, too. Well, I mean, let's say they had a real, real hard winter. Oh, a hard winter. Okay. Mike, uh, can I bust a beer bottle on your head sometime to see what happens? Fuck you, (laughs) man. Fuck that. First off... Was that sugar that was, glass or shoot? Yes. Was that sugar glass or shoot glass? That was sugar glass. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because it broke real easily. He sure did. Not only that, but it was, it was crumbling on his hand on the way to his head. Yeah. Not only that, but they show that shot of him after it's all done, and it just stuck to his head. Like, wow. yeah. If that doesn't tell you it's sugar, I don't well, know what the does. Beer is sticky too, pal. Yeah, those those sugar glass. I mean, if you look at it wrong, it just shatters. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hey, but you know what? It's a. It's a. I. I like the action. The video was long, but it was good. I'm not complaining many, about it. How many idiots watching that? Do you think tried that after they saw him? <laughs> a lot. Right. A lot. A lot. I can't put a number on it. That's how many. Um. Okay. Any. Any other. Any other thoughts? At this point, about that lengthy promo. Well, they were in the gym, man. Remember when gyms looked like that? Just simple gyms. Yeah, that Just shit ain't the case no more, bro. No, nah, they got to trick yeah. that shit up so that they yes. can charge you more. Mm-hmm. Yep, nailed it. You nailed it. Uh, all right, so let's keep it moving. We go to the next segment where it's Bob Cottle who throws us to Jake the Snake's, 
Jake the Snake in another promo. Here that is. Fans at the Volunteer Slam May 20th in Knoxville, the Dirty White Boy defends his title against his toughest challenger yet, Jake the Snake Roberts. Right now, let's hear these words from the Snake. You know, one of the greatest things about being a professional wrestler is you get look out there on the shoot. road and the career starts and, well, you look over here in the corner and there's some young kid dressing up maybe for his first match. And you look at the guy and you, you know, especially in my position, you look at the guy and, you, and right off the bat, within seconds you can say, this guy's going to make it, this guy's not. Because you're a great judge of talent. But you know the great thing about this business is when you see a kid like that sitting over in the corner and then you don't see him for, oh, five, ten years. Like you, dirty white boy. You remember that? Where was that at? The Oklahoma City or was it Dallas? It doesn't even matter. But the really frustrating thing about this business of professional wrestling is when you look over and you see that kid that's really trying and then 10 years later you see him down the road and, and boom, you know you were right. You were right. This guy's not going to make it and you haven't, Tony. Dirty white boy. What a name, Dirty White Boy. Oh, oh, hold it, hold it, referee. Oh, wait, hold it, Mr. Cameraman. I've got something in my eye. Oh, please. Somebody spit in your eye, Tony. She does you too bad. Of course, I can understand where you're coming from right now. You're probably looking at that down the line, that contract, and say, oh, my goodness. Jake the Snake Roberts is coming to Smoky Mountain. Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? You gotta start making excuses. Blame it on anybody you want. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Gee, that sounds familiar. Didn't that come out of the good book? The big one. The one that means a lot to me. Should mean a lot to you. You better hold it close because if you remember in that book, there was a serpent that started a whole lot of trouble. Your troubles have just begun. Good luck. You're going to need it. <laughs> that was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great, man. That's better than the one last week. Dude, this was, this was phenomenal. You better cling on to that Bible, motherfucker. God, and that so was some, that was that's a pretty interesting uh, approach there because we just take it for granted that you know what goes on in the locker room now, but he's talking about I saw you you you're sizing people up in the locker room. That's a glimpse into a world that we did not have in 1994. Yeah, this was real. <laughs> yeah, he's like I went to the WWF. What did you do? Right. Yeah, that's my point. And, and like, um, I mean, we know it now because we have access to everything. But like, I mean, they were in Mid Atlantic together, I believe. Mid South, um, maybe. Uh, yes, uh, because uh, t uh, Tony was was a part of the Dirty White Boys there with Lynn Denton. So, like, maybe they, even Dallas, to be real. If we're see if that, he brought up Dallas. Yeah, that's why I was like I, that one. That one, I was like, huh? But my, but like, my point is. Like that that shit was real, bro. Like he's he's like and then let me tell you something that was like disrespectful in a great way. He starts to so Tony. Like he's just like yeah. calling him by his first name, like in his disrespectful. Shit. You're just little Tony in the back. Right. 
Yeah, like that was fucking phenomenal, man. This shit was awesome, bro. Here's the problem with it, though, and it's not his fault because let's I'm I'm with you guys. Those little microphones suck ass. Yeah, yeah, uh, they do. <laughs> it sounds like that shit sounds like Harper in his microphone. God damn, dude! It's like, can we not get Jake the Snake a real mic? Because it looks That's- silly. It looks silly. It's small, so you can't really see it. But then he's holding it in front of his mouth, which is a problem. And then every time he breathes, it's a problem. You know, back all the way back, like fucking Ron Garvin had that when he was standing in front of that fireplace in that house, cutting his first promo here. It's like let let's get the talent a real mic, please. Yeah, they've they've used this. I call it the pin mic. They've used this pin mic quite a bit. Yeah. So the Bible means so the Bible means a lot to Jake. Is that how where he spreads out his weed to separate the seeds seeds and stems? Come on, what does he use a dime bag for the bookmark? Right. Uh (laughs) Hold on, I was just reading here in Ezekiel. (laughs) (laughs) It says here at John three sixteen. It says here on Mark 5 that you should never go to blah blah blah. Okay, um Harper, you were saying something. You know, I was saying about uh, what Doc was saying about those mics. That's what uh Cornette had one in that promo earlier. Yeah. That's the, yeah. I I Somebody else. I think somebody sent me an email and told me what that was one time. What kind of mic it was? I don't think. Oh, is it? it looks a, like a, it's almost like a big lavia, lavia, whatever, whatever that's called, mic where you can clip it on. Right. Except it's I huge. Have to, I have to talk to the shitheads at work sometimes, and they hand me one of those, and I'm like, dude, I'll just yell. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was real, man. This is. I'm. A, I'm gonna put it out there. Uh, well, I, no, I won't put it out there. This was a. This was a very, very, very good promo, and this one, one of the better ones. It really was. The, the the disrespectful tone he took when he's like, "Yeah, I know." Like in a locker room, he's like, "Tony, you ain't been nowhere." It's yeah. just like he's shitting it's all like, over him. It, what that was like was, I'm gonna stop beating around the bush. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna cut the shit, and I ain't even talking to the people anymore. I'm talking to you. Yeah. And you Tony. didn't make it. Yeah. I've been in the WWF. Where the fuck you ever go, Tony? Like, that's what he told them, and it was great. Um, As great as Tony was, and then he finally gets there, and they make him a fucking plumber. Thanks, yeah. Vince. Good God. Um, We go next to Daryl Van Horn with Kendo the Samurai. Uh, I'm trying. Let, um, let me get to it. Okay. Yeah, here it is. All right, fans, with us right now, Daryl Van Horn and Kendo, his samurai. That's right, the samurai that has the dirty white boy walking around here like Popeye. Dirty white boy, I told you you had a serious price to pay for the things you did to me. And everybody has seen on television exactly what Kendo did to you. Now, I understand you have a big match coming up against a personal friend of mine, Jake the Snake Roberts, a man I really like, one of the few men in this business as depraved as I am. And I'm sure that Jake the Snake's going to strike, but you never know when Kendo will strike. You see, he's Japanese. Now, you call him a sneaky Jap, I call him smart. He's a 
master of deception, a master of disguise. You never know where he'll come from or what he'll do. He's just the latest in my legion of lost souls. And you know, it's growing day by day and it's making me feel sort of like other great men in history like David Koresh and Jim Jones. I feel sort of omnipotent. It brings to mind the words of Silesius who wrote, I am like God and God like me. I am as large as God. He is as small as I. He cannot above me nor I beneath him be. Let me tell you something, dirty white boy. When you wake up in the middle of the night screaming in a cold sweat, this is the face you're going to see. Kendo the Samurai. You never know when, you never know where. Like I said, the snake's going to strike, but Kendo will strike first. Fans, we'll be back. Don't go away. <laughs> okay, I think this is the last promo from Van Horn. But, Doc, uh. your thought. That sucks. Well, he's referencing a sixteen uh, a philosopher and priest from the 1600s. So I'm just going to say that that went over everybody's head, but that he got heat by, by comparing himself to God in a Bible Belt setting. Hopper, he, also brought up, he also brought up David Koresh and Jim Jones, who killed a bunch of people as religious fanatic leaders, yeah. which is awesome. Dear God. Uh, Hopper, your thoughts on this? I'm thinking, I mean, David Koresh, when was the last time you heard that fucking name? Yeah. Damn, Doc, what is it with your chair that you sit in, or whatever you sit in? It, some bitch, is creaky. What are you talking about? Okay, it's something that you're, it's you. I, never mind. Hopper, what else? Hey, I like the one that's just... You might call him a slanted Jap. I call him smart, but he still didn't say he's uh, not a Jap. He <laughs> <say> he, <laughs> he's a smart Jap. Basically, what he's saying. Do y'all? Yes. Um. Do you notice how he turns it up and talking about God right there? Oh God, dude! These people. Not only these people, but he told me. In the second part of, of the discussion with him, when I asked specifically about Bob Cottle and working with him, uh, he said that Bob Cottle never really talked to him. And he said Bob Cottle only mentioned something to him one time. And he, he looked at him and said, Van Horn, you're a weird dude. Um, but, <laughs> so Jim, Jim, told, Jim Mitchell told me that, like, he, he caught wind. I forgot his exact words, but that, like, you know, the whole God thing. And how Bob Cotta was a, <laughs> a man of the cloth, so to say, uh, really, really got to Bob. So he was like, fuck it, I'm going to turn it up a notch. Well, I want to, I'm going to replay something here for you because at the very end, when, when Van Horn stops talking, listen to there's a fan in the background who yells something like, get the fuck out of here, you devil worshiper. Um, <laughs> And, and and actually, he told me this when, when I had him on the show, so that's why I want to point it out specifically. So listen to the very end of this again and and really, really tune in to, to what is said and then the fan from far away. You know when, you never know where. Like I said, the snake's going to strike, but Kendo will strike first. Fans, we'll be back. Don't go away. Did you hear that guy go, you Satan fucker out of here? Yeah. <laughs> He says something like, get that Satan fucker out of here. Um, Doc, did you hear it or no? 
That's nice. There's kids there. Yeah. Well, it's a fan that said it, not him. Right. I'm not blaming. Anyway. I'm not blaming our good buddy. I'm blaming that that good Christian audience member. Yeah. So, uh, but I I think I think I, again I'm not, I don't remember because it's been a while since I watched these. But I I think he told me that this is his last promo. I, well, so, I got it that he cuts another one in uh, two weeks. Okay, so it's not then. It mu- maybe it's one of his last ones because he did tell me he he is about to get fired at this point. This is this is around the time when he's getting ready to have his last run. So that's that. Um, Doc, any other thoughts on this? Uh, no. Yeah, me either. Hopper, you? Nah. God bless you, Daryl Van Horn. You have been a one entertaining fucker throughout your seven month Smoky Mountain run. It is just great. What a uh, what a blessing! What a blessing! Because you can you can. From the outside, you can talk about Smoky Mountain, and you know the Smothers and the Rock and Roll and the Dirty White Boy and the big names. But there's lots of little nuggets that if you don't really follow along when you get into this promotion, and it's why it's one of the the pieces of why we did this show in the first place is is there, there's just little treasures that you find along the way. And I got to tell you, of all the treasures that you find along the way, I think he's the biggest one. He he's I would agree with that, Harper. What do you think? I mean, I don't yeah. know. Ron Wright might be it. Ron Wright might have something to say about that. I mean, he shines more here than he did. I, I think when he was in WCW. Well, of oh, course. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so yeah, here's another I, thing. I mean, he does his run in ECW, and he's got his time right. in TNA too. I just did a, a little research. After today, there are 11 more appearances for Coddle. 13 weeks until he leaves. He's not on two shows. But only eleven more with him. Wow, that's not a lot. I mean, you're talking no. two and a half months essentially. Yep. Yeah. Three months at the most. Okay. So uh yeah, we're we are getting to his end. Um all right. We go to the to then after this, man, they we go right to the main event. Um the Thrill Seekers versus Well Done. It's about eight minutes long. I don't I don't know. I guess this match was fine. There really wasn't much of a build to it overall, other than well done being jealous uh, the last couple of weeks. And uh, I guess the personality profile thing that we saw last week that got interrupted by them. Uh, the thrill seekers win with a double roll up by pinfall. Uh, well done attacks the thrill seekers after, and we go off air uh, with well done on the attack. Mm, I mean, doc thoughts, anything you got from this? I thought Lance Storm was particularly good in the ring. He threw some really good drop kicks, and yeah. I think, I think Les good. even Les even mentioned it. Like they were, he was talking about the form on those drop kicks. So uh, Lance was really good during that match. Uh, it was a good TV match. I mean, I, well does kind of goofy, but they're not bad in the rings. And then Jericho and Storm, or Jericho and Storm. So it was a good TV match. Uh, it was damn good. I. I would love nothing more to actually get Lance Storm on this show. Because I, 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 w- I want to talk to him about the suicidal bear. I want to talk to him about coming into the promotion. Uh, Lance Storm is, is, is a fantastic wrestler. And uh, he did shine in this. It's easy to yeah. think, look at it and say, oh, Jericho, Jericho, Jericho. But at this point in the career, Lance Storm was the guy. I mean, I think they were both what and what, but. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harper, any other thoughts? I want to see Well Done get some fucking music, man. <laughs> the fuck? I mean, think about how many 
10-year-old rock and roll songs there are to choose from. Let's get one of them and give it to her. Right. Let's <laughs> give him, you know, fucking Alice Cooper. Uh, Something. You know, Poison song. Remember that song? I want to no. kiss you, but your uh, lips uh, are laced with poison. That song is terrible. Got poison running through my veins. You're poison. <laughs> Doc. Jesus Christ. Uh, if you are not a patron, become one. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT. If you want video versions of this show, I post them when I can. If you want the world-class shows, those are always posted as well, along with all the other shenanigans that we do pre-show, post-show, any type of special shows that are not on the free feed go up there we still got to get one recorded we got to get the um uh broads hijacking halloween we are going to do that eventually along with uh best sitcoms or top sitcoms of all time uh, in our eyes i think it was or was it black sitcoms which one was it doc was it african-american top, sitcoms we we're gonna do no top five sitcoms of all time yeah top i mean five. come on top five black you want to bury yourself? You're about to fucking dig a hole for yourself, Hopper. I mean, not with our, not with our crowd. I mean, how many yeah. black sitcoms are there? Oh, there's plenty. Don't be a fucking dick. Like what? Well, you got the Cosby Show. Oh, we might can't talk stay... about that yeah, anymore. Might want to stay away from that one, pal. Right? That might be my That's number been one. Deleted, bro. That's why your boy <laughs> had to go work at fucking uh, Kroger's or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Bagging fucking groceries because he couldn't get the fucking residuals anymore because he. Because the, the Cosby Show got taken off Co- the syndication. Cosby Show's over there in the dustbin with uh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> yeah, and fucking uh, Dukes of Hazard fucking reruns. That's nice. All right, let's, um again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Get all access to all of a ton of other exclusive-only content for patrons out there. Uh, Doc, I did disability checks last week first. You go first this week. Well, it, here's the thing. It's the fourth It's the fourth taping, in the, and so that always creates some problems. But I think they did a really good job of working around it and giving us other things that were outside the arena. And, and, and again, I think for all the things that we've talked about, there's so much going on right now. There's angles within the, the normal players. There's big names coming in. Uh, just There's a lot of great stuff going on. This is... This is in a lot of ways, a, a as Macho said, a glory time for this promotion at, down at the glory hole. Um, I'm going to give this an 8.2. All right. I'm going to go 8.0. I think it was uh, yeah. really good. Um, a solid 8.0. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hopper 8.0. So we've got 8.0, 8.2, 8.0. Um, let's do the government cheese. Before we do so, the holidays are in full swing. Christmas is not that far off. As let, we me put it in, let me put it in mic terms. They're in full motherfucking fizz act, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I don't talk like that, but all right. Uh, the holidays are in full swing. So use the Amazon referral link. I'm dead fucking serious. This is a great time to use it. Um, Again, this show costs money to put up, and um, that's all I'll say. So use it. It's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. You're already buying stuff on Amazon, so use it, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, and hoes in your life. Whoever you're banging or not banging, I don't care if it's family members. Give it to them, too. Give it to your mom. Give it to your sister. 
You're banging him too? <laughs> no. I mean, give them the tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon link. Don't give them your dick, okay? Uh, oh, again. The Bluetooth, pal. Back off the Bluetooth. They're not a sponsor. Quit mentioning mentioning them. Uh, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Give that to your mothers and sisters and aunts and whatnot. Not your pecker. All right? There's that. It's Government Cheese Award time, named by longtime listener Shard Johnson. Uh, I, I can't go anything. I got to give that shit to Jake Roberts, bro. I know, huh? How do you not give it to Jake? I wanted to give it to Jake last week, but I knew this was coming. It's like, it's got to be this week. Yeah, how do you, I mean, for real, like, how do you not give it to him? Um, uh, So, Harper, you giving it to Jake, too? Yes. All right, who are you giving yours to, Doc? Man, it's a clean sweep. There ain't no, there ain't any, I mean, this was a good episode, but there's really not anybody else that's, that's up there for it. And this is on an episode where we got new tag champs. But Jake just stood out, man. And I got to say, I like the episode, but it probably would have been down at the eight, I think, or even high sevens. But man, that promo was so strong. It was just I like, know. on my, on my scoring sheet where I have like things I tick off and add up points. I was like, man, that, that that's going to get a plus plus point six right there bro you know how like they do a football line and i'm not a big gambler but like let's say you're you're you know you're, somebody you're gets fucking... hurt it moves the line right yeah so like let's say jake's not on this dude i would have took a full fucking lease a point from this episode a full point it would have been a seven uh, probably i mean hmm. maybe not uh say say at least a half a point because he that promo was just I'll give you real. half a point. I'll give you half a point. That, that promo sense. was fucking real. So, yes. Um, most, most definitely. Uh, all right. I got to mention a couple things before we get out of here. First off, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing. ROH's Brian Malonis, Mike Crockett. Every single Monday, they do their thing. Classic stuff and current stuff. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. They interviewed the Beer City Bruiser a few weeks ago. Because uh, Malonis and he are tagging in ROH these days and uh, really doing some damage there. Also, check out Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn every single Monday as well. The northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional. So check them out. They do some good stuff there. Uh, don't forget, check out the new Facebook group. It's tinyurl.com slash Group. Maybe it's not new. It's been in existence for four months. We also haven't talked about this lately. We could use some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. So please uh, check that out and give us some five-star reviews. Don't forget about T-shirts. The holidays are here. Give the T-shirt links to your broads and moms and sisters and side pieces and all that good stuff. The T-shirt link, that is, and tell them you want a BTT T-shirt. That's another great way to support the show. I don't hey, have I'm anything gonna, else. I'm gonna, well, I'm going to ask Menace here in a couple of weeks if we've seen an uptick in that Amazon link money. And if we haven't, I'm coming back to get it, y'all. Come on now. We need this. Yeah. We don't we ask for much here. We really don't. We, we put a lot of free content out there. And we're spot monkeying around for you motherfuckers. <laughs> this is the time of year where you can pay it back. You don't want to become a patron? Well, that's your fucking loss. But this is easy to do because you know that everybody in your family is going to spend that money at Christmas on Amazon. It's an opportunity to help out the show after we help you through your life all year long. It's the least. <laughs> it, this is the least you could do. And I'm shooting right now. This is the least you could do. Well, yeah, because the thing about Amazon is, like, 
it doesn't it's literally the same price whether you use our link or just type in amazon.com amazon.com so it's like just use the link i mean if you're already shopping there um we're, we're not asking you to spend extra money by doing that just use the link and, and, and if, if you got a problem because you're racist and you don't want to give a black guy your money just yeah. earmark it that goes to harper and i that's cool yeah that's nice doc all right what you're an asshole in the most uh, try, to act like, try to act like people aren't racist now <laughs> how, what percentage of our our listenership do you think is racist and i'm not going there with you okay 100 percent. by the way <laughs> you know who's the most racist of all of our listeners phil allen Denim he hates white no phil allen he hates white no he don't not the way he posts pictures of him with white broads and clubs and drinking and snorting broads, cocaine white broads is different and that's where that, fucking that fucking picture any. he posted with those two white broads where he's got a cowboy hat on <laughs> might be <laughs> might be one of the best photos I've ever seen posted to our Facebook group. That's just grudge fucking. He's trying to make up for, for 400 years of inequality. And let me tell you, there's not enough pussy in the world to make that happen. So right, might as well Doc. just forget it. All right. Well, we ain't got just nothing that- else. So on that note, what, Doc? Go home, man. Yeah. Hit the tagline, Harper. Roll. Book this shit, bitch. Quick shout out to all the patrons out there, especially the Hall of Fame patrons and all of the patrons who make this show possible uh, each and every week that we do it. And don't forget to check out the video reviews that should be posted. I'm posting them where I can get them through on Daily Motion. So I just wanted to mention that before we get out of here. I know Harper already hit the tagline and all that good stuff. And I uh, just wanted to remind you, though, check out the videos that I am posting because I am, if I can get them through, I post them uh, for you to not only enjoy the podcast reviews but actually to see the visual of the promos that we are discussing and maybe clips of some of the matches and finishes and all that good stuff and lastly special shout out to all of the hall of fame patrons out there on this lovely november 2nd 2018 i want to say thanks to josh dunn ryan ashby good old justin k underscore row 86 disrespectfully classy marky blassy robert smith joseph ice tim orecci adam price brian evans mark wilson armando martinez dave jordan jesse jacobs josh fields chris meyer gerald green mitchell johnson mike prue will parker jeremy bryant classy alex slider 91 us david devries frog zeppelin sv pageant bill salsa big rich at spy boy sports cap ari miller 39 dustin roberts jay shiny 21 ruben espinoza jmm 75 30 merciless jones jesse lucas chris browning justin underscore injury code man 822 marty howell and t hog 94 thanks for being hall of fame patrons and remember guys don't forget to check out those video reviews now up on patreon uh, just for patrons all patrons that is so thanks again have a great week and we will catch you next time